0: Hey, it's Sarah Arnold Hall, and you're listening to How to Take Action. I used to work way too much. I would work, I would take calls anytime, basically. If a client wanted to do a call in the middle of the night, I would take a call in the middle of the night. When I started my business, I just worked all hours. And then as my business grew, I kind of had this bad habit of letting myself work at any time and feeling like I was just never actually not working. I was always thinking about work. I was always doing something for work and it never really felt like I switched off. And if that is you, today I'm going to give you a solution for that because I have now Got my life to a place where I really work so much less than I used to. I mostly just work in the mornings. Sometimes I do like marketing in the afternoons, and I definitely don't work on weekends or the evenings. So I want to tell you today how you can start working less and how you can get your life back because this is so important if you want to be able to continue growing your business without burning out because there's going to become a limit for what you can do if you push yourself to be working all the time. And you might already be thinking, okay, but I have to work all the time. I've got all of this work, but I want to offer you that that might not be true. And if you allow your brain to just open to the possibility right now that actually maybe you don't have to work all the time, and that you might not have as much work to do as you think you do, then you're going to be able to take on what I can teach you today. So what I have got for you today is something that is going to improve your life so dramatically. You are going to work less, you're going to be more productive, and you're going to achieve your goals faster. But there is a catch. And the catch is you're probably not going to want to do it. What I'm about to tell you, you're not going to want to implement this. You're going to hear it and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that sounds cool for you, Sarah, but I don't want to do that in my life. Before I tell you what it is, we have to talk about why you're working too much. There are four reasons that I see that my clients are doing and I was doing in the past that create overworking. The first one is that you're doing things that are unnecessary. If you go and listen to my episode that I did on how I plan my day as an entrepreneur, you will learn exactly my breakdown for how I prioritize what actually matters because it's a very easy, as you probably know, to get caught up in doing things that really don't actually matter and don't get you the result that you want. They don't push you forward. So I call those things the nice to have tasks. And then you've got the support tasks that kind of help you get what you want, but don't directly get you what you want. And then you've got your result producing tasks and those actually get you the thing that you want. Now, the first reason why you're working too much is that you're probably not doing enough result producing tasks and you're doing far too many support and nice to have tasks. So if you want a full breakdown on exactly how to Shift from that, go and listen to my episode that I did on how I plan my day as an entrepreneur. But that's the first thing you have to understand. You are doing things that are unnecessary and your brain will probably fight you and be like, everything is necessary, Sarah. But I promise you it is not. There is always a way to get rid of unnecessary aspects in your business. If you control your business and you control your time, you do not need to be doing all of the things you think you need to be doing. So that's the first thing you are doing unnecessary things. The second reason why you're working too much is that you see time as out of your control. So your brain thinks that tasks take time from you. We say things like this, we talk like, I don't know how long this task is going to take or this task took a long time, but tasks don't take time. You give them time. They are not taking from you. You are the giver, you are the creator. You are in control of how long something takes. We know this is true because when you have a hard deadline that you absolutely have to meet, you will meet it. Regardless of how long the task seems to take, you will give yourself until the deadline and then you will make sure that it's done. And that brings me to the third reason why you're working too much is that you adhere to other people's deadlines, but you ignore or don't even create your own deadlines. Many of my clients will have a calendar full of other people's meetings and other people's things, and they just kind of have this mess of to-do list around the rest when they come and start working with me. They're like, well, I've got this one thing that has to happen because I've told someone else I'm gonna do it at this time, like a, a meeting or a Zoom, call or something at a particular time and everything else doesn't really have a deadline for when it needs to be done, doesn't really have a specific time. And even if it does, they ignore it and they don't follow it. And they're just like, oh, it doesn't really matter. My commitments to myself don't really matter that much. When you allow other people's deadlines to have meaning, but you don't create your own or you let your own just fall away, you will always end up overworking. You will let your time spill into the next Space of time, and you will never really create what you want to create at the capacity that you can. You have got so much capacity to create. You've got so much ability to build an incredible business and grow at this incredible life that you want to have. But when you don't allow yourself to sit and commit to deadlines, you really keep yourself stuck. And the fourth reason why you're working too much is that you think that more time working on something is going to get you better results. I have fallen prey to this many, many times, where I think that working on something for longer is going to get me a better result. But so often, not only does it not get you a better result, it actually harms the result. So there's this concept called the law of diminishing returns. You might have heard of it. The law of diminishing returns means that initially, when you put an effort into something, it creates a return. You get something from it. So you start a project and putting in some time into it gets you a big chunk of results. But as you put in more and more and more time, the actual added value to that gets smaller and smaller. So let's say creating a podcast, if I spend 30 minutes, the first 30 minutes of creating my podcasts are always the most valuable. That's when I come up with the best ideas straight away and I start recording it and it's great. If I spend 20 hours creating a podcast, it's not going to be twice as good as a podcast I spend 10 hours on. It's going to be like maybe 10% better, but I put in double the time and I would never want to spend 10 hours on a podcast. By the way, I try to do my podcasts in just a couple of hours total. And sometimes putting in more effort actually starts to sabotage the result. Sometimes when I spend tons and tons of time on a podcast episode, I've like way over complicated it in my head and I've ended up creating something confusing and not helpful. And so actually spending more time on something doesn't always get you better results. So those are the four reasons you're working too much. You're doing things that are unnecessary you're seeing time as out of your control, you're ignoring your deadlines or not even creating them in the first place, and you're thinking that more time working on something will give you better results. None of those are true. Now, there are two aspects to the solution for working less. The first one is to stop doing things that don't actually matter. Where are you doing things in your business right now that do not actually produce results. For example, I had a client the other day say, well, I couldn't possibly reach out and tell someone about what my product is until I know my exact customer avatar. And so they were spending all this time creating a customer avatar when really they needed to focus on just talking to someone about what they had. Even if it's the wrong person, they'll find out much more quickly than if they're sitting around spending hours and hours and hours learning about their customer avatar. Another really common one is spending hours and hours producing social media content. Regardless of what type of business you have, spending endless time creating social media content probably isn't going to create the results that you want. So you really want to take a bit of an audit and ask yourself, where am I doing things that are not producing results? And how can I reduce those things? One of the best Questions that you can ask yourself is something that I learned from the writer, Leonie Dawson. She says, if you only had two hours a week to work, what would you do? Two hours. If you can answer that question, then you will answer what is actually essential in your business and remove the rest. It doesn't mean that you can only work two hours. You can, of course, work more than that. But that will tell you what actually matters that you should be working on in those other hours. So that's the first thing. You want to eliminate things that are unnecessary. And I know it sounds so obvious, but it's not something that many people actually put into practice. So if you do this, it will really help you work less. The second part to working less is something that you're not going to want to do. But let me preface it by telling you that this is going to be life-changing. Notice how you're feeling right now when I tell you that you're probably not going to want to do this thing and it is going to change your life. Are you willing to commit to it even though you don't know what it is yet? Like, can you listen to me right now and decide, yep, whatever Sarah says next, it is going to help me work less. It is going to help me achieve more. This is going to be so good. I'm willing to commit before I even know what it is. Notice your answer in your brain. Because whether or not you're saying yes is going to give you an indicator about how much you've trained your brain to want results. If you have trained your brain to want to get the result, you're going to want to do this thing that I'm about to tell you, even though you don't know what it is yet. Okay, so here's the challenge that I'm going to give you. The second part. Start scheduling your work like a train timetable. Here's what I mean. A train has a set time that it is going to leave the station. Once the boarding time arrives, the train is going to leave whether the passengers are on board or not. So you're gonna start scheduling your actions hour by hour on a calendar, specifically what you're going to do. Put your to-do list on a calendar and you're gonna start on time and you're gonna finish on time. Regardless of whether you've completed the task or not, you will move on to the next one because the train is not waiting until you finish the task. The train is leaving. That means you're probably going to have to start leaving things unfinished and this is going to feel extremely uncomfortable. If you're anything like me, the feeling of having something unfinished and moving on to the next task is so uncomfortable. I just want to finish this thing, but then it ends up smudging into the next piece of time and my calendar becomes all over the place and my entire day becomes derailed because I didn't adhere to the specific times on the calendar. Now you might be like, okay, this works, but then when are you supposed to get things done? The answer to that, is that you start getting so good at completing tasks in the time that you have given yourself that you don't need to have any more time afterwards. But in the beginning, you're probably not gonna be practiced at this and you will have to come back to that task. So you're gonna need to reschedule time for that task later, but you do not let it bleed into the next task and just go over time. You're gonna decide when you finish the task by. So let's say I'm gonna finish this particular task between three and four tomorrow. And you're gonna be tempted to say, well, I don't know how long it's gonna take, but you do. It's gonna take exactly one hour between three and four because that's what you decided. And you can decide any amount of time, but if you wanna work less, I recommend that you put fewer hours of time and you give yourself less time and work to become someone who can get things done faster. Here are some questions that you might wanna ask yourself to determine how much time to give yourself for a task. You can ask yourself, how much time actually makes sense to spend on this task? It's like the law of diminishing returns that I was talking about, where the more time you spend doesn't necessarily get you more results. You can ask yourself, how much worse is the outcome gonna be if I cut the amount of time in half? Is it actually gonna be that much worse? Because if it's not, you can probably cut that amount of time in half and do less work and get very similar results, if not better, because you're not overworking it. Another question to ask is, how could I make this easier? How am I making this harder than it needs to be? Because so often we haven't even questioned how we're making something hard and we just assume something is gonna take five hours when actually if we ask the question, well, how am I making this harder than it needs to be? How could I make it easier? We go, well, actually probably doesn't need this piece and could probably remove that. And you can end up doing it in a much shorter amount of time. Now, when you have set that deadline, maybe you've said, "Okay, I'm going to give myself between 3 and 4 p.m. tomorrow to do this task, you're going to have to start thinking some new thoughts because right now your brain probably won't want to leave the task unfinished. And it will, maybe even if you're like me, want to prolong the task just to avoid doing the next task. You can see what's next on that train timetable and you're like, ah, I don't really feel like doing that. I'm just gonna keep doing this thing because it's not quite finished and I'd like to make it perfect. And your brain's gonna come up with all sorts of excuses. You have to expect that those excuses are going to come up and not let them take over. You're gonna have to start telling yourself, I would rather finish on time than get it perfect. This is a great thought. I would rather have it done than have it perfect. Another way of looking at this is I don't even need to get this thing finished. I just need to make sure I stop on time and move to the next task. I can schedule more time for this later, but I do not let it overflow. In order to do that, you're gonna need to learn how to feel dissatisfied. And that's a challenge. You're gonna have to let your brain be dissatisfied with what you are creating in order to have major satisfaction with your business overall. It is going to give you so much freedom when you start allowing yourself to do the things on the times that you say you're going to do them. And here's something that really helped me with this process in general. I started seeing all deadlines as equal because before I was treating other people's deadlines as important and I was treating my own deadlines like they didn't matter or like one particular type of tasks deadline didn't matter but all the rest of them did. When you start seeing all the deadlines in your life as created equal and you will follow them because they are a train that is leaving the station and you're gonna get on it whether the task is finished or not you start giving yourself so much freedom to actually get things done. And because you've decided to do things that actually matter and you're not doing all of the unnecessary extras, you actually start working less. All right, that's what I've got for you today. It is 8.59 in the morning and I'm getting on a call at 9 a.m. So I'm going to follow that deadline and get on this call. And I will talk to you in the next episode. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have got to come and get coached by me. I'm going to help you create a streamlined action plan for your business goals that's guaranteed to work. And then I'm going to help you manage your time and your mind so you can follow through with ease. Together, we're going to track your progress and tackle every obstacle that comes up so you can hit your most ambitious goals 10 times faster. Go to saraharnoldhall.com to sign up now.